episode number 10. Yeah, it's like I've been listening to how other podcasts do this because it just felt like the way we start our episodes is kind of awkward. like Random. Like yeah, like we're trying kind of too hard, right? I, I kind of noticed that it seems like maybe they're just good at pretending, but it seems like in a lot of podcasts, they just start recording just a, a bit a bit early and they, they just you know talk about stuff just like we do just that we usually don't record this stuff and right. and, and at some point this this conversation just seems like oh this is a good place to start kind of you know the show and that's that the show is started yeah now now it's not turning back hmm. we'll, so we'll leave it to the editor to, <laughs> to, to see where, where to cut exactly to cut things out uh, perfect. Um, so uh, after number nine and our productivity podcast and mm. you know your productivity analysis, and th there was a good uh, there was a good feedback from uh, one of our listeners. Uh, uh, they wrote on Twitter that they got the the notification on their watch. I should lower your salary. And they, they, got, <laughs> <laughs> they got scared. So so um. <laughs> I would wow. like to apologize to our reader uh, who got this uh, notification, uh, to our listener who got this notification on their watch. I didn't want to lower your salary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually, I actually have a little piece of feedback as, as for that. So I kind of realized after recording that I didn't uh, kind of put um, a certain disclaimer about the topic. What I mean is, I kind of, you know, we we talked about productivity in a quite um, quantitative way. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, like the purpose of the experiment was to like count the time, and right. I found it useful. Uh, but I, I, I just I just thought I should uh, I should clarify not to pay too much attention to that, not to get trapped in thinking about productivity or you know, anything really in quantitative terms and not qualitative terms. Right. B because it, it, it's like, <clears throat> you know, when, uh, when I was kind of thinking about those numbers, um, like the minutes and hours spent working are, are not made equal. So, so, f so for example, you know, I, each day I counted quite, quite a bit of time during kind of my Pomodoro breaks mm -hmm. and when you try to think too much about, you know, uh, about the time, you know, one conclusion that you could reach is that, well, then I guess I shouldn't do Pomodoro breaks, right? And, and like eliminate that and like spend more time actually working, right? But it's, it's not as simple as that because this would only work under the assumption that your, 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 your output per unit of time stays constant. And, and I guarantee you that it would, right? So, 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 so it's just like, uh, you know, I wanted, I wanted to, 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 to clarify. Uh, this is an interesting experiment, but don't overthink it. You know, um, mm -hmm. think about where you can put, um, like where your time is best spent, like where you can uh, make the greatest contribution uh, with your work and, and like that that should be perhaps the the number one consideration like with your productivity and and, and not just what's the the breakup of how much time is spent doing what because it's it's just more complex than that yeah and uh, the pomodoro breaks are there for a reason i mean exactly. you 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 uh spend these five minutes 
to refresh, to reset your brain, and actually your mind is racing and is still thinking. It's not like you're not thinking there, but you're like relaxing, uh, you know, standing up uh, and, and, and whatnot. But the, the, the breaks are for a reason, to make sure that the next Pomodoro is very productive. So actually these breaks are like, you know, warm up for the for the next uh, part and to, and everybody who's doing some kind of physical exercise knows that warm up is an integral part of training yeah another um kind of metaphor that i think is more apt is 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 that breaks during work are like sleep you know when yep. you, like you you can't get by without sleep you know mm -hmm. the, the fact that that you sleep 5 hours instead of 8 doesn't mean that that you'll have free more productive hours in a day, it probably means that, that your productivity will, will be much, much worse, will drop by half, right? Exactly, exactly. So, exactly. So these breaks are for a reason. So, uh, so you having, you know, one and a half to two hours of breaks during the day, it doesn't mean that you've been, you know, uh, uh, unproductive. It means yeah. that you've been preparing yourself for the next Pomodoro, preparing yourself, resetting your brain. So, yep. Yep. It's, 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 not, it's not slacking off. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> Usually. Usually. Most of the time. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So about proactivity, uh, we wanted to talk about uh, also me blogging because I'm so proud that I'm, you know, blogging every day now. And um, there are better days and worse days. And um, as we discussed in one of the past shows, uh, my aim at blogging every day is not necessarily to have an original blog post, you know, 1,000 words every day or 500 words every day, uh, but to uh, either link to something that I wrote in some other place. For example, when I write a blog post for Nosby blog, then I link from my blog, but also uh, write shorter blog posts. So when I take my iPhone 6 Plus, I just write a shorter blog post, like two, three, four paragraphs, because sometimes I'm also over, over, overthinking what I want to write about. And sometimes a sh short blog post cuts to the point. Like the, the other day I wrote a blog post how we do uh, individual one-on-one -on -one talks uh, while playing um, pool. So yeah. it was a short blog post, but, you know, to the point with some really good tips there. And, um, uh, and so the thing is that you wanted to, that, that you were curious how, uh, because I have several like, types of blog posts. One of them is, for example, a YouTube video when I do a proactive show. Some of them, uh, like one of the blog posts is announcing our new episode every Wednesday. So I have several templates for that. And uh, you wanted to know how I do it yeah. and uh, how I make it. Because, uh, again, it's, it's the question of breaking barriers of entry. So to make sure that writing the blog post is the, you know, I focus on writing, of, on, 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 as you said before, on uh, giving the value. I mean, my value is my writing. So to cut the administrative stuff, to the minimum. Uh -huh. In my case, um, I use a, a, a blogging engine that we developed actually in Nosby, but uh, but there are similar blogging engines like this that uh, I write in text files in Dropbox. So like every blog post is a text file, and the text file has to be formatted in a in a way to be accepted by the engine as a blog post. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I have just several templates of this of these text files. So I have a tem template for um, for a shorter blog post, a template for a longer blog post, a template for um, uh, for a video, a template for a show and uh, announcing the new episode of the show. So for me, uh, and the template, you know, has, you know, just fill in the blanks. Uh, title of the blog post, first paragraph, and, uh, and very uh, lots of things are are you know the links are already there almost there so for example when there, when when I when I announce a new episode of our our podcast 
the link is there without the number of the episode. It's just X. So I just yeah. changed the X to nine or 10 or like in this case. So for me, this is really cool because I just pull out my iPhone 6 Plus and I, start, I, I just start typing. So I just, I just, hmm. what I do is I open the uh, One Writer app. We'll link to it, uh, which I really like, and uh, it syncs with Dropbox as well. So in this app, what I do is I just, I have the text file of a template. I, I do a, I, I do a, a gesture on this text file, and I du duplicate the text file, hmm. and I change the name to the blog post name. I edit it, and I just start typing. I, I type, and uh, once I'm done typing. Uh, I say uh, I save it. I mean, I just exit the OneWriter app. Actually, uh, basically, it syncs to the Dropbox and it ends there. And I also have a very uh, easy way to um, to upload images because I just take image from my photos in iPhone. Uh, I edit the photo and, for example, you know, crop it or whatever, and then send it also via email to our blogging engine, mm. and it accepts it and puts it in the right folder in Dropbox. So this way, very easily, I create images and very easily I create the content. So for me, really, I focus mostly on writing. Uh, and this is fun because the barrier of entry is very low. I just have to just type something. And for example, if I have an idea for a blog post, but I don't want to you know, finish it today, I you know, create a template. I mean, I use the template again. I put the ideas, I mean, some ideas there, you know, uh, bullet points yeah. and leave it there, save it there in drafts folder. So whenever I, um, there is a day when I have no clue what to write about today, I go through my drafts folder and I see, ah, this idea is pretty cool. So for example, this particular blog post about pool table and meetings, I had it as a draft for like the last two months. And I just, you know, the other day I was like, eh, I'm gonna write about this. So I wrote about it. And uh, another pro tip, I use mostly my Instagram pictures as photos for each uh, blog post. So it's really useful. I, I, uh, as you, as if you follow my, me on Instagram, I, I post um, quite a lot there. So I use these photos later very often as my, as my, as photos for my blog posts. So this way, with templates ready, it's really e easy to type because you just focus on on writing the the stuff, the meat of the blog post, and you don't focus on the administ administrative stuff of you know uh, preparing everything, the links and stuff. I mean, of course, you still have to use the links and everything. And I, I write in Markdown, which is a type of uh, uh, text formatting. And OneWriter supports Markdown very well. So this is basically my, my uh, formula for writing every day. And so far, so good. I gave myself the permission to write shorter blog posts, as I said, you know, uh, to longer blog posts, links, you know, uh, links towards uh, episodes and everything works very nicely. And I'm just happy that every day I post something. It's like, you know, there is a win every day and there is something I, I ship every day, which is really good. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, it makes a lot of sense in the context uh, of consistency. Like we talked in episode five, like this is this is the main goal for you. and. And that makes sense, but um, you know, I, I just feel like it it makes many of those blog posts, like for example, when you link to to the new the podcast episodes, like it, it just like you can feel it's it's a it's a template, like like you, you didn't really write it. It, it, you just filled in the blanks, and and it 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 just feels weird. It it, it doesn't feel authentic. Yeah, but uh, the thing is that, yeah, you're right. On one hand, you're totally right. But on the other hand, uh, what I do is that um, in, this, uh, in this template, I always write, I try to write the, the, you know, the introduction to this show episode. I try to write in my words, not 
just paraphrase what we wrote in the show notes. Yeah. So in this sense, I introduce this particular episode to my blog readers, you know, even if it's a, a template. I mean, I think they get the value anyway. Okay, cool, cool. I like you mentioned one writer in episode seven, I think. Uh, th that's yeah. why I asked you about the templates because you, you didn't elaborate and I didn't know what you mean. You, you also mentioned uh, about journaling in the context of one writer. And I was curious about that. Okay, so over there, so over there, I, I, I use something different. Uh, I also, because the thing is, I, I, I used to use Text Expander a lot. Mm. Text Expander is also an app for iOS where you can just save uh, bigger snippets of text, um, you know, paragraphs and stuff and whatnot in, 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 a, in a short form. The good thing is it, lots of apps support it. The bad thing is that the Text Expander as such is a very crappy application. Mm. I'm really sorry. I mean, I mean, uh, to developers of Text Expander, seriously, I mean, this is what you can do. I mean, that's all you do. And it's the thing is that Text Expander is a very important app because really lots of apps work with that. So, like adding adding those those snippets, removing them, having duplicates appear out of the blue, all these things, it's a crap experience. Really, Text Expander. I don't know. They are they are a fame quite famous, you know, um, developer. But I don't know, the iOS app, it's really bad. And they, they released version 3, which is a paid upgrade, and it's still bad. So I don't how, know. How does it work on iOS? I'm curious because, you know, like on the Mac, like you can do all sorts of hacks to like, like observe your keyboard activity. But I wonder how, how it's, you know, how do you invoke all those snippets on iOS? Well, I don't know how they do it because they work directly with developers. So they have some kind of API. Ah. So like the apps have to support it. So, for that, example, that's it, terrible. Yes, I know. So, for example, in one writer, you have to just, you know, if you change the snippets in Text Expander, you have to update this, these snippets from within the app, the one writer. You have to go to settings, update, and then it connects to Text Expander, imports the, 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 the snippets, and comes back. So, Would, wouldn't you rather use the, um, the built in system capability for, for text snippets? But can you do uh, like several lines? Several lines? Yeah, you can. Uh, I don't know if you can type them easily in, in the settings app, but I know it syncs between iOS and the Mac. So I, I know that I, I, I have a few of those, like I just typed it somewhere, copied, pasted, and it synced to, to, to my iOS devices and it works. And I have like shortcuts, like, you know, which I can invoke with, with some combination and it, it works everywhere. That's why I would use that because, because for for example, for the, for the blog post templates, I just save text files because in this right. way I just duplicate text file, so I don't have to think about. For example, if I want to if I want to uh, update my te template, I just go to this text file, edit it, yeah, and then later make a duplicate. So I don't have to go to Text Expander, update my snippet and whatnot. So I try to right now avoid Text Expander as much as as much as I can. And with, uh, you know, with journaling, the thing is that um, like every day is uh, also, you know, text expander shortcut that it just gives me things uh, to write about. So mm. I, am thank I am thankful for, boom. I, am, I did this, sports, I did this. Um, my uh, big three themes for today, this. So, I, so like ah, okay. a, a few things that make the journaling entry uh, easier. All right, all right. Uh, I got curious about that because um, you know that's that makes sense, but that's very different from the way I I, I journal. You just write. Yeah, I, I do, and also I I don't do it every day. I do it every week. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. So like last time you like wrote like five thousand words or something. Yeah, but you know that. 
Jesus. That, that, that's, not, that's not something that usually happens. It's just once every while, you know, every few months, I just, you know, it's, it's, it's not just a regular journal entry. It's, it's, it's like I have like more, more thoughts about all sorts of stuff and, and just, you know, just reflecting on, on life and etc. And, and the, there's, there's just a lot of thinking to do and, 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 and the journaling, the, the writing is, is just the way to do it. What I have to confess is that I don't journal every day. I still can't get the, the habit in place. Mm-hmm. I uh, try to do it every day, but I, um, I f- how you say it, fall off the wagon pretty easily. Yeah, so yeah. I don't journal every day yet. I, there are a few days that I do it every day, but then I forget or I just, you know, life happens. So like, I, I manage to post blog posts every day, but journal not yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like on and off with journaling, I can I have to admit that, and uh, the template thing helps, but I don't know for some reason the journaling, you know, everybody says it's really important and and whatnot, and for some reason I don't know it's it's still not in my DNA yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I got really into it some some time ago, but but again, uh, journaling means a lot of things to a lot of people, so it's you know it, it's it's hard to say that that I do the same thing that other people do when they say they journal, so. Yeah. What I, what I like about journaling was when, when when I do it, it's it's really you 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 think about things, you think about uh, some stuff, and it helps. But then then again, I I also like to write blog posts, which are for everyone, and uh, that might some people might benefit. That's why I prefer to write blog posts anyway. Yeah. To me, to me, journaling is like it's a way to do thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Be, because it's like for for some reason, it's it's just very very different when you just you know just think just contemplate reflect you know just you know with your internal monologue in your in your brain and it's very different when you kind of stream those those thoughts um into words like when you write them them down like the 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 actual thing that i write is 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 meaningless because i i never like get back to it and, and read it again. It, it's right. just the 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 process of writing uh, really helps me organize my thoughts and 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 just it makes all the f- difference, right? I, I know I could say a lot of, uh, about about journaling, but I, I just I just I just don't know how to how to put it in words. It's it just it's it's something that's kind of important to me and and really helps me kind of with my life. It it it, it helps me. You know, kind of set set priorities and 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 just figure out um, what I should be doing, and 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 the process of, of writing is is really helpful with that, and and that's it. What you what you said there is that it's important because when I do um, writing for a blog post, I have to edit it, so I have to edit my thoughts. But as you said, and with journaling, you don't edit anything; you just write, and actually, you don't get back to this writing. I mean, you say you sometimes you say we say to ourselves that we will get back to it, but we never do. For journaling, you just write it down to write it down to organize your thoughts, and n- nothing else, right? Exactly. Uh, that's why you know, <laughs> like. If I were to write a five thousand words long blog post, that would be a, a big project for me. But 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 the fact that I wrote a five thousand words long kind of journal note, like it it you know it wasn't a, a, a big deal. It it took me like some time as I was kind of reflecting and and contemplating and 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 that's it. Like it's 
both are writing, but it's very, very different because this this isn't for anyone else. This isn't for anyone to see, even for myself. It's it's just about getting thoughts out of my brain and, and into words. So to kind of, but just to organize your thoughts. Let us know in the feedback, you know, how are you journaling and if you could help us <laughs> out with that. And uh, I don't use, for example, I don't use the app day one because it's, it's very, very, lots of people praise it, no, but, no, no, no. but I didn't want to use an app for that. Uh, I prefer to write in a text file and I have my text file as, you know, as the, the every month I change the text file if I manage to journal that month. Uh, so I, I, I changed, and then I, at the end of the month, I export the text file to, to Evernote, to OneNote as a journal for this year. And that's it, ah, that's what I do. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, this way I have the journal saved in Evernote as, as OneNote, and, and I have this text file, which is, you know, which is just easier for me to write and, uh, you know, on my, on my iPhone or iPad. Let's talk about something exciting. Oh yeah? Yeah, uh, I mean, exciting, kind of. Today we have totally unrelated topics, but, you know, why not? Yeah. Um, when I did, uh, in May, we did a promotion of Nosby, and I got, and I, I, I said, I mean, I wrote in the promotion uh, that you can ask me anything, and I got lots of emails from Nosby users mm -hmm. about stuff, and uh, it was great, because uh, we did answer to lots of them, and... and um, uh, I say we because my assistant helped me with that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I I, um, I read every email. I, I I and I sent every email. So uh, but she helped me uh, compose these, these emails, and uh, it was great. And um, right now we are preparing to launch the, a new affiliate program. And we just got a, a feedback. I mean, I'm mean, feedback. We got an email from from one of the customers. No customers, users, uh, trial users actually. So uh, and it was very insulting. The email. Okay. Uh, it, it was v uh, very insulting, and my assistant forwarded this to me, and my uh, our uh, our affiliate manager also uh, asked me about it. They got, in, I mean, th this insult of this person uh, got them got to them pretty much, and mm -hmm. I was surprised that you know after eight something years of running Nosby, they still, uh, I mean, these kind of things still affect us. Mm. So so I wrote uh, first, I, I wrote a big comment in Nosby about it, then I. Uh, translated in, into English and and put it as a, as a, as as a guideline for us in Wiki. Then I changed it, changed it into a pot and in, into a blog post, which I posted yesterday yeah. uh, on my uh, on my blog, because there is a subtle difference between uh, somebody who is a hater, who's a troll, who's who's insulting you, and an upset customer, you know, and a, you know, and uh, and constructive feedback. Yes. So so I, I I wrote this to make sure that we understand the difference, because. Um, the problem, I mean, because many people don't understand this difference, and also we get new people from custom, to customer support team, and they might not understand the difference. And the difference is really subtle because you can get upset emails from from both from from uh, like from a person who wants to give you creative feed, uh, uh, creative feedback, um, constructive feedback, and a person who wants to just you know insult you. Yes. And the thing is. If you know, I mean, if you know how it works, you know how to, you know, you know, uh, divide these things, and you know how to act upon these two things. So, for example, if a customer is upset, uh, they usually write to you why they are upset, like something doesn't work, you know, something, you know, they have some issue with, uh, but they tell you exactly what what's the problem, and they might shout at you, they might be really angry, but they are angry because they care. Yes. You know, because they like our application and they care and they are upset because right now it doesn't work the way it's supposed to be. And, you know, and they love it. But when I, right now it just, uh, right. Mm -hmm. So they're really upset. But 
they are they're sending you constructive feedback. They are writing because they care. So, in you know, in exchange, we care about them. So we care what they think. We try to you know we apologize. We, you know we do all these things, and I write them in the blog post how we react to these people, and and we react to them because we love them. Because if somebody writes to you because they care, you know that's great. I mean, everybody wants to have a product that people, other people care about. So it's yeah. good, you know? So, so sometimes uh, a very upsetting email is, is, is very, very good because it's, 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 it comes from the heart, you know? Um, but then again, somebody sends you an upsetting email, but then, then just say things like, you know, not be useless, or I don't like you, or you're stupid, or you're an idiot. And this is not constructive feedback. <laughs> I mean, this is pure hate. This is pure um, trolling. So if somebody writes something like this, we don't engage. We very nicely reply, thank you very much, thanks for your opinion, bye-bye. We don't ask for feedback, we don't engage in the conversation, we just say thank you, bye-bye, no problem. And I even wrote to my customer support team that if this person uh, becomes a paying customer and they write you hate email, you just refund their money and tell them that you will close their account and tell them to go somewhere else. They don't need to be our customers. Nope. We, nope. we, we don't want trolls our, 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 as our paying customers. That's, nope. that's like dirty money. That's dirty money. That's dirty money. That's like, you know, that's really dirty money. That's putting a price on your integrity. And, yeah. and, and there is no price on your integrity. So, that's uh, a nice way so, to put it. Right? So, oh, now I'm being quiet now. So, th that's... Uh, that was really important for me to write because I really also wanted, as we said, organize my thoughts around it and just make sure that we have like a clear gu guideline what it means to reply to a hateful email and what it means, means to reply to a, an upset email from somebody who cares, you know? And, and that's, that's there. as I said, the line is very subtle, but it's really important to find the line. Yeah, I, I feel like this is one of those things like, like journaling, like uh, the blog post and what you're saying it's it's probably much more useful to you just the fact that that you wrote down those thoughts than to yep. anyone else like outside of you know mm -hmm. our company and, and and to yourself yeah I, it, it it really helps to to get that out of your your system and like when you when you try to put it into thoughts and especially like when you try to make it into a blog post so you want to like make them really organized and, and make sense that 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 really reinforces ah that's the word that I was looking for reinforces like the ah. your your thoughts and, and and the structure of like how you should be thinking about it. The, my first reaction when I got these comments from my uh, from my team about this particular email, I was like, really, I, you don't still see the difference. But then I was like, okay, but how how do I see the difference? Okay, then I so I wrote I I think I wrote like twice or three times the comment first, and then yeah. I rewrote it to English to our wiki. And 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 then I wrote it again. Um, well, I did it uh, for for the blog post. And as you said, each time it, it, it got it got clearer and clearer what I wanted to write. Yeah, you were you were distilling your thoughts. Ah, also nice word, distilling. Very nice. Yes, I mean you're you're, you're getting there. You're getting there. Yeah, I'm getting so, there. <laughs> <laughs> so, and b b that's why that's why um, uh, you know, very often people just don't understand that if somebody is upset. It very often it usually means they care, yeah. and and uh, and not that they don't like you or something. They they, they care, but there is a fine line, and uh, yeah, it was an important thing to write, and uh, I hope that you know the support team um, then takes them from there.
Yeah. You know, because as you said, uh, we create, uh, and I was, I'm always, always repeating that, that this is our company. We create this reality. We create this world that we live in, and we choose who we work with, how we work with, and we choose, you know, for who we work with, for, for who we work, for whom we work, actually. Cool. So, exactly. So, for, uh, for our customers who we like, and we, we want to like our customers. You know, it's not like, the, the, and the, again, there is a difference. It's not like you want to have people who have the same opinions as you. No, uh, people can have different opinions and, you know, we can have free pe people from all over the, wor uh, the world all, and, and all, all across the board. But yeah. you want to have nice people. And that's the thing. That's also a nice way to put it. It's like you want, you want um, diversity in like, you know, all sorts of news for like you want diversity of thought and opinion, but... But you, you just can't work with people who are not nice. It's 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 soul crushing. And uh, life is too short for that. Yeah, exactly. Life is too short, you know. Um, and that's why I very often, when we talk about, um, like when we talk when we talked about uh, uh, open offices, <laughs> we had strong opinions about it that that some people are forced to work like this. And mm. and you know so and and again I, I sometimes hear stories from my friends who work at different companies and they say that they have to work with these customers yeah and and then I think about it no 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 we can fire our customers that we don't like you know we can work with customers that we want you know and yeah that's the luxury again that's that's what I've been thinking about um, uh, lately like um I really wouldn't want to to work you know kind of consulting sort of job where where you have not customers, but a client, and like they're kind of you know your boss in a way because you gotta yep. keep your client happy and and there's deadlines and and like it, it's just the 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 structure of work in, imposed by having this this sort of client relationship is just doesn't sound as something uh, as an environment where I could thrive and I could enjoy this work. It's 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 so much easier on me. And, and I think it leads to better work also that, you know, I'm working on essentially one product. I mean, you know, all sorts of, uh, you know, side products and et cetera, but, but, but there, there are some things that I work on for a long time, like continuously, they're not, they're not projects, they're products, right? And, mm -hmm. and there, there's, there's no like external um, parties to, um, to answer to and all of the deadlines are, are just self-imposed gu guidelines. There, there yep. isn't this this dynamic where where you have you know where you have a crunch time and, and everyone is like overworking and and like you know etc. And then there's some time where like you don't have work from clients and it's slow and it, it just it doesn't sound fun for me. <laughs> Someone's got to do it, but I'm glad that's not me. And it's it's just. It seems like like such a more kind of friendlier environment to 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 work for a long time, kind of committed to 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 one or, or a few like projects or, or products, and like not 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 having to answer to to people from the outside. Yeah, and uh, just like also the other day, I I also recorded a video how we do software, so how we like what is what what comes in into each version, not we and and everything. So over there in this video. I also did it mostly for me and for the team to yeah. to just to just uh, understand that that we are 
that like for example we have this self-imposed deadlines we have i mean we're we're creating a very nice dynamic right now we're shipping the software very uh, you know very nicely right now very very regularly and we have our customers to answer to i mean we have thousands of customers to answer to but they're not this as you said this one boss who dictates what you have to do they are uh people we chose we choose to work with and we choose to serve and you know we work like i f we feel more i think what you want to say is that we feel more like we are partners in this. Mm, yeah. Right? That our customers are partners with us to build this software and and not uh, that, you know, they say do this and we do this because they we have to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like we work for what hopefully is the the greatest good for as many customers as possible, but it, it's it's like, you know, this general direction, general idea and it, it's it's not like a single person or, or a few people who, you know, you just can't lose them because you'd lose, you know, a, a large chunk of, you know, company's revenue. It, it's like if if someone doesn't like the product, like it's, you know, it's a shame, but it's okay. Like they can go somewhere somewhere else and it's fine, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, luckily, luckily, you know, the world is big and there are really lots of people who like our product and who like the work we work and, you know, and and as, yeah, as I said, the pie is big. The you know the world is big. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, and especially kind of in in our um, our kind of product, you know, like mm -hmm. there are just so many to do lists, product project management tools. It's 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 ridiculous. But to me, it, it it makes sense. Like it's it's a sort of sphere where it's completely okay to have a lot of. Um, competing products like I, I don't think it's it's a sort of space where like there's a dynamic that kind of leads to to like monopoly because mm -hmm. because like um, you, your choice in 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 what sort of um, product you use what sort of tools you use to help you like organize your work etc like it, it depends on the way like your team company structure and the way you think about your work so like uh, the way Nosby works is completely different from, say, um, Trello, which which like organizes yes. things in a very different way. And like, if that works for someone, that's fine, right? But but the point is that for there are many different ways people organize their work and think about their work, which which creates an opportunity to have a lot of competing products, which are you know kind of like ours, but but they're not like the same with a different coat of paint. They're they're also different, and and I, I and I think that's that's pretty great. Yeah, for, for me, I mean, when people ask me about this, I always say, use a product. I mean, find a tool that works for you. If you don't use anything and you think you're managing everything in your head, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you're mistaken. So just use a product. You don't have to use Nosby. You can use whatever you want to use, but just make sure that you use something. Yeah, I really liked how um, Jason Fried, I think, from from Basecamp, which is yep. one of like you could say they're they're a competitor, though. Like uh, <laughs> I don't like to think of them as a competitor because I really like them actually. They're they're our gurus. I mean, they're <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> they're really great. <laughs> but, but anyway, like Basecamp is also a sort of. Um, project management tool it's it's very differently organized but like the the general purpose of the tool is is kind of the same right right uh, but what i what i like like uh what jason said is that our biggest competitor is is email like the like non-consumption is is the biggest problem like most people don't use a tool or well they maybe use email but it, it's it's a terrible tool 
for, yeah. for, for, for that. So like, you know, it, it just it just doesn't make much sense for, you know, for us to worry about Basecamp and for Basecamp to worry about like, you know, our common competitors, because really it's not a zero-sum game. Uh, nope. the, the pie can be grown much, much bigger because most people just don't use any tool of that sort at all and they could use it. Like they, it, it would improve their work probably. Just the other day I had a conversation with, uh, with somebody who's uh, managing their, their, their project uh, through this very efficient way of emailing things and yeah. <laughs> uh, adding people to copy or carbon copy or B, uh, BCC and stuff. And just the, they were just saying, you know, uh, in this particular file, they sent me the copy, but they didn't send the copy to this guy. What does it mean? Is it, does it mean that, and like they're, you know, searching for like the second or third layer there because they sent the copy there, but they didn't send the copy there. You know what it means and what it, you know, it might mean, hmm, I'm not sure. I'm like, seriously, in Nosby, when you, we work together on something, we create a project. Uh, everybody who has access to the project sees everything was happening in this project. That's it. There are no carbon copies, and you know somebody doesn't need some, know something or whatever. Like there is the project, we do it together. Yeah. There are the tasks. Some tasks are for this one. Some tasks are for this one. But you know it's pretty transparent. Transparent. Every, everything is one in one place. It just works. You don't have to worry about CCing or BCCing anyone. You know. And I was. And it's amazed how people approach this. And and that's as you, as you said. And there's so much room for people to use these tools. So yeah. as you said. Our main computer is non-consumption, and this is where we have to fight. Yeah. Another dynamic that I, I, I find really helpful is, um, is this subscription model of software. Like the mm -hmm. way Nosby and you know, also Basecamp and all sorts of tools work is that uh, like you, you pay a monthly fee, and as long as you use a product, you pay every month, right? And, yep. and that, you know, it, it's, it's pretty hard to, to um, convince someone to, to start using your product because it's, yep. it's like they're signing up for, for it, it's, it's a commitment, right? It, it's not like buying mm -hmm. a piece of software on, on, on App Store where you just pay a few bucks or whatever and, and that's it, right? It's, it's different. But on the other hand, as, you know, as long as they enjoy using your app, they'll keep using it, they'll keep paying for it. And, you know, it is hard for people to get in, but it's, it's also, you know, it, people also don't just leave those tools. And, and the reason why I, I find this, this dynamic helpful is that there isn't this, this, this thing where we need to like, um, go for big releases and like paid upgrades to, to, so that yeah. we can like sustain the business. It's like, I think it's great because our incentives are aligned with the users. Like we want to make the product as best as we can so that they still like it, so that they still pay for it. And like, we don't yep. have to worry about those, those, those different things. Like, you know, we don't have to worry as much about getting new users. Like still mm -hmm. like we want to grow, but it's, it's not like if we don't get new users, then, then there's no revenue because, right. because people who still use it still pay for it. And that's, that is, I think, healthy for us. Yeah. As you said, we are then more aligned with what we want to achieve. And we do like significant updates, uh, but they are still, you know, for the, I mean, there is no additional price for that. There is no additional upgrade price. We yeah. do it in alignment with our customers, as you said, and we, and as, as we discussed, and th th that's why also there are more partners with us 
10 just customers? Yeah, uh, we, we do bigger do bigger releases, but there are kind of for longer term kind of yep. common good. They're, they're not to make a big splash to, to get a, a, a huge wave of, of users because otherwise we're, you know, um, yeah. we're not a good in a good situation. Right, right. So yeah, totally, totally. And uh, as you said, and this is sustainable because and we keep working on it. So the customers keep paying in this and, and it just makes sense. Yeah, it was number 10 uh, and we still love doing it. We have moments uh, of weakness, but then we have moments of really good vibes. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> we'll be getting better. <laughs> yeah, we will. Exactly. Just a number. Just number. Okay. Doesn't Thanks, matter. everyone. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Thanks, Bye-bye.